and welcome to StoryQuest. Every week, StoryQuest brings your stories to life. My name is Ariana, and the title I came up with this week is Monsters vs. Dinosaurs. I hope you enjoy. You join us at the Camp Boo for an absolutely enthralling clash this evening. Echo the instantly recognisable tones of the legendary football commentator Gil Gilly Goldsmore over the stadium tunnel. The home side are looking to scare the opposition defence with their gruesome attack, while the Jurassic visitors are aiming to firmly cement their place in the history books once and for all. It's the big one, the football match to end all football matches, the under the bed dwellers against the ferocious fossils, the get on with it, look I know, alright alright I'm sorry, basically let me catch you up. The monsters are playing the dinosaurs in a football match and it's going to be great, are you happy? No probably not, you need more context don't you? Alright, let me pass over to Gil to explain more. Hi I'm Gil Goldsmore, you can call me Gilly. I'm an ex-football ace and commentator extraordinaire, and I'm here to give you the lowdown on the intense rivalry between the monsters and the dinosaurs. Let me take you back. It all started with Dr. Frankenstein. You know him, the chap from that book. Yeah, not the green fella, the guy who made him. Well, Dr. Frankenstein decided he was fed up of constantly being picked last for football matches, that he was going to create the ultimate football boot to give himself an added advantage in those matches. He spent hours and hours, days and days, years and years, sketching up blueprints and creating prototypes of the ultimate football boot, which he called the Uthba. Finally, he had a boot that was deemed worthy enough to get him on the local team, or so he thought. It was a Sunday morning like any other. The sun was shining, the birds sang their usual harmonies, but Dr Frankenstein had a particular spring in his step as he walked towards the playing fields, and that wasn't because the Uthba was a size and a half too small for him. The doctor dazzled in the warm-ups, performing tricks the likes the villagers had never seen before, and he was destined to not be picked last for this game. And sure enough, when it came to the first captain's pick, he proudly announced, I'll take the dock. The opening ten minutes of the match had gone great, you should have seen it. Dr Frankenstein had already netted a hat-trick before noticing something was up with his right uffa. He thought nothing of it, and best to carry on. A few more minutes passed and Dr Frankenstein had found himself unmarked at the back post. The left winger lofted in a delicious cross, sumptuous, it was absolutely begging to be finished. The doc pulled back his right off but and BOOM! The thunderous sound crashed around the park as Dr Frankenstein connected with the volley. The poor football screamed through the air, hurtled upwards, obliterated the net, continued to travel up and up and up, gathering speed and momentum at a rate that would baffle NASA's top scientists. The ball continued to rise, crashing through the atmosphere, hurtling, flaming, sizzling due to the fact it was literally booming its way through space. It was being dragged towards something huge, something massive. Oh no. Oh dear, oh dear. Have you figured out what happens next? Well, you see, this is where the dinosaurs come into it. It was a Sunday morning on Dinosia like any other. The sun was shining, 
the pterodactyls squawked their usual harmonies, and the local football team were off playing away on a planet nearby, so there was nice calm, a tranquil presence in the air. A calm presence that lasted all of five seconds, really. Squawk! alerted one of the senior pterodactyls. This particular squawk roughly translated to, Everybody, look out, there's a big flaming object hurtling towards our planet, and I think it's going to wipe out our entire species and make the dinosaurs extinct. You'd be surprised how much power a squawk can hold, really. Well, the senior pterodactyl was right. There was a big flaming object hurtling towards their planet Dinosia, and the big flaming object hurtling towards the planet was, you guessed it, Dr. Frankenstein's stray football. I'll spare you the fiery details of the colossal impact, but long story short, the Uthba was responsible for the extinction of all the dinosaurs on Dinosia. Well, nearly all of them. As I've previously mentioned, the Dinosian football team was playing away at a neighbouring planet, and when they returned home, after a comprehensive 3-0 victory, they were shocked to find that their home was now a measly floating pile of rubble and dust. They were furious, and they swore they would get their revenge on all the monsters the only way they knew how, by beating them in a game of football. Well, thanks, Gilly. That's why we're here. I think you're all caught up now. Good thing, too. The starting lineups have just been announced. And in goal for Monster United, number one, the ever dependable Count Dracula. In front of a veteran keeper, a back four consisting of the werewolves Will and Walter, Frankenstein's monster, and the Portuguese poltergeist Jose make up that defence. On the wings, Monster United have opted for a pair of sirens, Sandra and Stephanie. And in the middle of the park, they've gone for the brute force of midfield general Bigfoot, partnered with the flair of the Loch Ness monster, that wily Nessie. And finally, the absolutely terrifying strike force of the Kraken and Tutankhamun's mummy. Yes, a strong lineup, it has to be said. In fact, it was enough to make most opposition players wet the bed. But not today's visitors. And here's your starting 11 for FC Dinosaur. Between the sticks, we have Gianluigi the Stegiosaurus, who will be hoping Monster United don't ruin his clean sheet in more ways than one. There's a back four consisting of Vinny the Velociraptor, Ben the Brachiosaurus, Dustin the Diplodocus, and Sally the Spinosaurus. A pair of pterodactyls will be flying down the wings, that's the brothers Terry and John, and roaming the middle of the Jurassic Park is club captain Timmy the T-Rex and Graham the Giganotosaurus, a ferocious duo. Leading the line for FC Dinosaur tonight, Dipsy the Dilophosaurus, partnered by Toby the Titanosaurus. The ground was shaking with anticipation. Or that might have been caused by the teams making their way to the pitch. Either way, whew, the stadium was rocking. The crowd was really up for this one, and the atmosphere amongst them was absolutely electric. Kickoff was now mere moments away, and the two teams took to the pitch amid fireworks and fanfare. It was almost time. Beep! We're off. The referee blew his whistle. Game on. Tempers were fraught 
in the opening exchanges. Tackles were flying in from the left and right. Vinny the Velociraptor was particularly fortunate to escape a yellow card for a scything challenge on Nessie as he looked to launch a counter-attack. And finally, after 30 minutes of intense toing and throwing, the Kraken opened the scoring with an absolute cracker from 25 yards out. King Tut's mummy picked up a stray pass from Graham the Giganotosaurus, danced like an Egyptian through a couple of tackles and released the Kraken to make it 1-0. The despondent dinos looked devastating and Gianluigi the Stegiosaurus berated his defenders for giving away such a simple goal in the game of their lives. The ref sounded his whistle for half-time and a cheer erupted from the Monster United fans as they went in at the break, 1-0 up. Come on guys, we've got to do this for Dinosia, roared Timmy the T-Rex in the changing room. They'll be counting on us to get our revenge. Terry, John, I'm wanting you to fly up and down the wings and cross the ball whenever you get the chance. I know Frankenstein's monster is big, but we're bigger and should be winning that aerial battle easy. Meanwhile, in the monster's changing room, the mood was jubilant. <laughs> We've got this in the bag, howled the werewolves, Will and Water. I wouldn't count on it, chuckled Dracula. Get it, guys? Count? Come on, guys, this is comedy gold. Guys, count? Dracula's attempted pun fell on deaf ears. I said there's a lot at stake, guys. Ah ha ha, stake, you get it? Stake. Does anyone have any garlic so we can shut that fool up? Hissed one of the sirens, Sandra. I'll suck your blood, threatened Dracula. I will. I've done it before and I will do it again. Don't test me. Bigfoot grunted a fed up grunt. Ugh. Exactly, said Nessie. I agree with Biggie. That was Nessie's name for Bigfoot. We're supposed to be a team. Now let's get back out there and get the job done. And Monster United trotted back out onto the pitch for the second half to see the FC Dinosaur were already there, raring to go. Beep! The second half began with an onslaught from the dinosaurs. Wave after wave, they rampaged and ravaged the monster's goal. Dracula had to be on top form to bat away each attempt, but he wasn't sure how much longer he could keep the dinos at bay. After all, he was thousands of years old, and his creaky knees were getting on a bit. Timmy the T-Rex hit the bar from a deliciously delivered corner. Dixie the Dilophosaurus had an effort cleared off the line after Jose the Poltergeist ghosted onto the back post to sweep his strike away. Dustin the Diplodocus absolutely skied a one-on-one too. The dinosaurs were really knocking on the door, but could they find an all-important equaliser? With five minutes to go, the biggest opportunity of them all came. A long punt upfield from Gianluigi was flicked on by Timmy the T-Rex directly into the path of an advancing Toby the Titanosaurus. He broke past Walter the Werewolf, found himself in the box with only Dracula to beat. Toby pulled back his foot, ready to net a certain equaliser. All he had to do was make contact and then... THWACK! He was crunched from behind by Frankenstein's monster. Oh, and it looks like we're going to the vampire-assisted referee to see if that's a penalty, Gilly announced. The referee consulted VAR and decided, yes, it was a penalty. This is it. The chance for FC Dinosaur to equalise and finally get their revenge. Timmy the T-Rex took the ball and nominated himself to take the spot kick. He was eyeball to eyeball with Count Dracula. He took a deep breath. 
let out a confident growl and began his run-up. As he pounded up to the ball, the memories of Dinosia were running through his head. He had to score. He had to score. For himself, for all of his friends, for his family, he powerfully connected with the ball. It fired directly towards the top corner. Dracula didn't stand a chance. But wait. Dracula transformed himself into his bat form and flew towards the top corner and stretched out a fang to stop the ball and pop. The ball stopped dead, burst, dropped down onto the goal line. But had it crossed? Was it a goal? What happens next? Well, that was the question Nessie posed. Um, well, what happens now then? Well, it's a goal, clearly, exclaimed Timmy the T-Rex. No, it's not, argued Dracula. The ball hasn't crossed the line, so no goal. Only because you cheated, accused Timmy. I did not. You're really going to bring human rules into a football match between monsters and dinosaurs? You don't respect imagination at all, do you? Timmy's eyes widened. He growled. Wait, shouted the referee. We have to settle this one way. Captains, here now. Timmy the T-Rex and Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, convened around the referee and an intense conversation was had. Now the specifics of what was said may not be entirely suitable for your ears, but I'll summarise. Timmy argued that the match was so important to the dinosaurs and it represented something much bigger than a game to them. Nessie argued, well that's all well and good, but the game's the game and they didn't actually score. The arguing continued for some time, until Nessie finally came around and agreed that it may be in the best interests of everyone if they decided to call a truce. Members of both teams protested the idea of calling peace between each other, but an agreement was eventually reached, and the captains decided they would play each other every week in a series of friendlies, for enjoyment purposes only. I'm not entirely sure there's a moral to this story, but does every story need to teach you a lesson? Maybe that's the lesson here. But anyway, that's the story of the first Monsters vs Dinosaurs football match. Until next time. Ariana, well, there you go. You've just finished Monsters vs. Dinosaurs. Uh, what's your first thoughts about the story? Um, I really like the idea that um, Dr. Frankenstein hits the ball with his shoe the Uffa. Yeah, well, there were so many different monsters and dinosaurs that we managed to weave into this match, didn't we? Apart from Dr. Frankenstein, who did you enjoy hearing about? Loch Ness. Yeah, she was good, Nessie. Nessie's always good. Uh, so all over the story, it was a really good one. We we got way into it, didn't we? Uh, how much did you like the way we told this epic football match? It was very interesting. <laughs> I like that. Interesting. Um, you came up with the idea, monsters versus dinosaurs. Why Why tell us that story idea? Well, I really like um, football, and when I was in the garden, I refer to my dad as the old dinosaur because the, whenever I take a penalty, it just goes straight through. And I and um, my dad refers to me as the little monster. Okay. When you play football with your dad, uh, does he tend to put many goals past you? I wouldn't say many, but some. 
How happy are you with the final score of the football match? Did you did you think we kind of brought it to an end? Because it was a bit tricky there. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm very happy that we got to make your story. This is Monsters versus Dinosaurs. Has listening to that, and we've made that full story off just that one idea, has it kind of inspired you that you might come up with more ideas, maybe write some stories yourself? Yeah, definitely. What's your favourite dinosaur, do you think? Hmm. Timmy. Timmy the T-Rex, wasn't it? Brilliant. Well, listen, Ariana, thank you so much for suggesting your idea and coming on StoryQuest. Thank you. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash StoryQuest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.